Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Living with Gratitude podcast. My name is Brandon D., but in the social media world, you know me as Mr. Gratitude. If you love life, if you like knowing what makes relationships tick, maybe you love manifesting your destiny and your life, you want to know how to be more enlightened in this world, and you love positivity, you're in the right place. This is the Living with Gratitude podcast. I am so glad that you found me. I know we're going to have such a great time together. So sit back and enjoy the show. Hello, friends. Tonight on Living with Gratitude, I do have a special guest. Now, this young lady has been on my show before. She's hilarious. She does pretty awesome content and she's one of my faves. So I brought her back on the show. We're going to talk about dating. We're going to talk about TikTok. We're going to share some laughs. So you won't want to miss the next 30 to 40 minutes. Welcome to Living with Gratitude. And here we go with my special guest, Leah, my dear friend, Leah for real. Here we go. Now a quick word from one of our sponsors. All right, ladies and gents, if you are in the market for something for yourself or that special someone in your life, go check out the relux.com. They have all your favorite pre-loved luxury brands from Louis Vuitton to Cartier to Rolex, designer sunglasses, arts and collectibles, Gucci, all of the fine designer brands that you love that you don't want to pay full retail for check out the relux.com. And when you check out, if you use promo code, Mr. Gratitude, you're going to get 15% off your purchase. That's right. 15% off of your purchase. When you use promo code, Mr. Gratitude upon checkout, the relux.com. Hello friends. It is, ah, uh, dang it. <laughs> Wednesday. I know typically I record on Tuesdays, but I do have a special guest. As I talked about, she has been on my show before, you know, her on TikTok is Leah for real. She's also on Instagram. She's doing great things. She has blown up since the last time she was on the show. Gosh, I want to say it's been probably five, six months ago. Last time she was on, she had something like 70,000 followers. Now she's approaching, or she might even be over the, the half a million mark. I'm going to let her talk about that. But without further ado, my dear friend is back on the show. Leah, what is up, my friend? Not much. Not much. It's good to be here. Yeah. It's, be been, here. it's been a while. A lot of things have changed since you've been on. Yeah. Yeah. To say the least. <laughs> What, uh, on the TikTok world, you know, by the way, I'm going to start off. I'm a, I'm a little angry with TikTok. I know you, you're aware that my original account with pushing 180,000 followers was banned for no reason at all. No warning, no nothing. I took it on the chin like a champ, but I know I'm not the only one you've heard this happening to. Oh no, absolutely not. A lot of very large creators are having this happen. Uh, a few of my, my close friends on the app have had the same thing happen to them too. And 
it's a lot of it is just uh, mass reporting trolls and you know large groups of young children and people that are just out to to cause grief for people and and I and I did hear that TikTok is actually starting um, to be better about that. I did hear that there's an update coming where they're going to do away with the mass reporting um, and and that type of thing. So fingers crossed that it actually happens. Uh, we'll see though. Yeah, it has been super frustrating because for me. It, I was losing followers by the day, losing money, losing sponsorships. I mean, I gained two sponsors just from TikTok alone. So now here I am rebuilding. So for those of you listening right now, if you're not aware, the original Mr. Gratitude was banned on TikTok. My new one is Living with Gratitude. So if you don't have me there, make sure that you are getting me there. And moving forward here with Leah. So you started off last time you were on, you know, 70, you got up to, what is your number at right now on TikTok? I am currently at 497.2 as, as of, but just before this podcast, my goal is 500,000, obviously that's going to be, it's, it's, I can't believe it. I can't believe that many people want to follow me. (laughs) Yeah. And and I've been, I've been with you since the infancy. I've watched you grow. It's, it's pretty fantastic. Now, what do you think you attribute that to? What do you, like, what do people love Leah for when they go to see Leah for real? What do they know you for? Why, why do people love you? I think what I'm mostly, I, mostly my content is just goofy voiceovers. Um, I did used to do those Tinder reviews a lot in the beginning. That was my I have favorite. dialed I know, I know. And I have dialed back on those a lot and I still get a lot of people requesting them. Um, So I I think I did one about a month ago or so, but they don't seem to do as well anymore. And now that I've gotten bigger, they don't seem to do quite as well as they did in the beginning. But that is what gained me most of my followers when we talked last time back in September, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. Uh, So as of recently, I would say that I gained most of my followers um, because I have met a couple of people on TikTok and documented that that journey of, you know, my, my airplane ride and, and the initial meeting and stuff. And people love that. So that's yeah. where a lot of my followers came from. Uh, and then they've stayed because yeah. they, they got to know me, you know, they're invested. So, they're invested. They are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are. So let's talk about that. Um, we always joke about the dating world, you know, that that's what I do. I come into your lives quite often. And for the most part, you do get a lot of positivity, but for me, not only being your friend, but just because I don't like seeing people, trolled on per se you know you do get the negative ones that will say something about you meeting people through tiktok or or whatever the most minuscule thing is and you do pretty well though you do pretty well about shaking them off i know in the beginning it kind of shook you but what molded you to say okay if i'm going to do this you know i'm in front of hundreds of thousands of people i got to build up this thick skin where did you finally decide to get that thick skin and what made you get it you know, I don't, I can't tell you exactly when it was, but I do know that eventually in the beginning, I will say it, it hurt. It was very hard. It was very hard to take any type of negative from anyone just because, you know, I feel like I didn't, I didn't deserve this, you know? Um, but then as of recently, I've decided to kind of flip the script, um, and use it for content purposes. And now I'm more, now I'm more known for my, what they call clapbacks <laughs> because I do a lot of replies to troll comments and I, usually don't say a word but i get my point across and Mm -hmm. that's what people love the most is the the sarcasm and the wit there there are times when i will i will speak but a lot of times i will find a good audio that will just answer the trolls question and shut them down or so now i actually thank them i thank them if they come into my lives i say thank you for the engagement on my video 
it brings mm -hmm. me more views and you also give me content. So I'm, I'm taking, you know, life gives you lemons, make lemonade. That's what I'm doing with these. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I can't remember when it was maybe three or four months ago, you did this awesome little series. I think you did two of them about the, uh, the Karen hotline or something. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, that blew up and that was fantastic. And <laughs> I, I bring that up. The reason why I bring that up for those of you listening who are not, you know, content creators or influencers that understand this realm is everybody thinks that it's so fun and it'd be so cool to get this social media fame. And it can be, it absolutely can be. But a lot of people don't realize how dark and toxic people can be to somebody that they wish they could be like, or maybe they see something. So it's very real. And that's why I'm having this conversation with Leah is because if you're thinking about doing it or thinking about doing a podcast, you have to think of both sides of the fence. And this is a great conversation to bring it out. Absolutely. Absolutely. There are definitely two sides to it, but I always tell myself that the good outweighs the bad. 100%. So, um, so, and like I said, I've, I've got this new lease on life when it comes to the trolls and I just use them to my advantage and they, uh, they have been dwindling recently. They've yeah. been dwindling. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed it has gotten uh, less and less for you, which is good because, you know, like, yeah. like yourself, I have quite a few of my TikTok family that I love to go on and shine light and love in their lives. And the last thing I want to see is them getting just beat up verbally. It's, it's hard for me to watch because I'm a super empath and I feel mm -hmm. everything. So I'm glad that you're, uh, you're more resilient now. You just keep rocking you. And now to the, now to the dating, which <laughs> so currently, and I personally don't know, I'm, I'm being completely serious right now. Are you dating anybody like at this moment? Nope. nope okay. I'm not. Okay. Now the last, the last person that I want, want to say, and correct me if I'm wrong, don't, don't, don't punch me too hard. Now. <laughs> Uh, Ty, Ty, I think, were you actually dating him? No, no, Ty and I never actually dated. Um, okay. We, we, we met on TikTok. Uh, the story behind that is I have always had the CEO of the eyebrow raise in my yes. profile be yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. because people would point out, like, I always raise my, it's involuntary. I don't even realize I'm doing it. So um, I came across Ty and um, he has an entire hashtag dedicated to his eyebrow. And mm -hmm. I will give him this. He has got a killer eyebrow raise. He does. And, and that's how we met as I had commented on a video and said, man, I thought I was CEO of the eyebrow raise. And he, he commented back and showed me his whole hashtag with like 50 million views on it. And I was like, I bow down to the king, you know? So right? anyway, we start, we kind of started like this joke about how we were going to get married in Vegas. And, you know, yes. it, it was all just, it was all just for fun. And then we made a lot of content and people, people really enjoyed it. But um, we're, we're, I mean, we're still friends to this day. We're actually both currently in a race to 500,000. So <laughs> I did not know that. I mean, I know that you yeah. were getting there, but I personally don't, I know of him, but I don't follow him or anything like that. So, um, and I also know, so I connected at one time with um, Sup Daily. What, what's his name in real life? What's his name in real life? Chris. Chris. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I think he's pretty fantastic. Him and I do a lot of the same stuff when it comes to relationships and dating. Yep. And I know yep. you and him became friends on TikTok, correct? Yeah. Yep. Chris and I met, uh, became friends on TikTok back in like January or so. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, you know, we've been friends ever since. And, uh, there was this charity gala in Denver coming up and he lives in Denver. So I told him I was going and he was like, Oh heck yeah. Like, I'll be your plus one. And I was like, all right. And then yeah. he had the idea of me making another travel video. He's like, cause you know, that's your niche. Right. And I'm like, that's <laughs> why I'm attacked. asking. Yeah. I feel attacked yeah. right now, but, 
but it's funny because we had already met before. So he's like, yeah. so here's the thing. He's like, make it look like you're coming to meet me, but you're actually coming to meet my dog because you haven't met my dog yet. So yeah. that was the, that was the, that was the fun in that video. So everybody thinks I'm going to meet Chris when in, in actuality, I had already met him and I was there to meet his dog. So <laughs> uh, that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I like, I like him. I do. There's, there's not a lot of solid, like real content creators on TikTok. There's a lot of content creators that have a mass following, but when it comes to authenticity, yep. there's not a lot yep. out there. And I like that he stays true to himself. He's a, he's a pretty good dude. So uh, yeah, yeah. I, I brought that up because I know there's some people that, you know, hey, what are, or, Leah, Leah met like all these guys. I'm like, no, like you, you don't know. And, and just enjoy the content. This, this realm, yeah. this TikTok realm is for fantasy and for fun. Like just enjoy yeah. that and not, not take away that, not take that away from somebody, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, I've only had one actual relationship out there on TikTok and that was, uh, that was Corey last time you yeah. and I had spoke. Um, and we actually put relationship content out there. Everybody else has just been for fun. We're friends and people just, I think after the first one with Corey, they just assume and you know what happens when you assume. So <laughs> exactly. And that's why I wanted to bring that up too, to kind of clear the air for some people that maybe yeah. have that in question, you know, and, and the reality of it is, is who gives a shit? Like who gives right. a shit what you do in your personal life? You're not hurting anybody, but you know, you know, that's why TMZ's around. People feed off of that crap. They feed off of it, which they do. is going to make me lean into the next, the next topic I want to go into about that is I'm going to assume that you're like me and we just want to be loved. Like we are, we have a huge heart. We have a huge capacity to love and we want somebody that's going to match that. And I think a lot of times people get so caught up in the what ifs, or they want to infiltrate your relationship, trying to tell you what's best unwarranted. When in reality, we just, we just want love. And rather we have dated five people or 50 people, you can assume whatever you want, but just because you want love doesn't mean that you're a bad person or you don't know how to be in a relationship. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, I've gotten a lot of, uh, a lot of pretty awful comments uh, saying how, you know, this girl's gone through every man on TikTok and I, somebody called me a TikTok bunny and I didn't even know what that meant. I had to look it up. I was like, right. I'm not sure what you mean by that. Right. Um, when, when in reality, I've had one relationship and yeah. I've met, I've met, and, and you know, somebody in my live the other night was like, how many creators have you met? And it, I, 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 I lost count. I'm listing off everybody I've met. And yeah, some of them were guys and some of them were people I documented, but I wasn't in a relationship with them. Right. And, and people think that just because I document them for content, because people like to see that stuff Yeah. that I'm just, I'm just making my rounds when in reality, I've had one boyfriend in the last year and a half. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and for the record, I have talked to Leah quite a bit on a personal level um, via messages or whatever. And she is very, I'll just say professional. Um, and very much a friend, not one time and wouldn't matter, but not one time if I flirted with her, she flirted with me. So Leah is just that person that is just cool to be around and great to conversate with. So don't ever get the wrong idea. <laughs> People are going to assume it's okay. If I talk to somebody of the opposite gender, it's, it's over. It's yeah. Over. So, yeah. I get yeah. that a lot. And it's, it's interesting because I would say a good 60 to 70% of my personal friends are female. I don't know why that is. I don't know how that happened, but I've been that way pretty much my whole life. And as I've gotten older, like now I have maybe 10 really close guy friends. I can't explain it. I don't know why, but here's the thing. Like I don't sleep with my friends. I don't cross the line. I don't cross the boundary, but I think it's always good to have 
a nice mix of that feminine energy and that masculine energy to bond and connect with. And it's also helped me to be so good with relationships and relationship consulting by having those female friends. So it's a gift for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I have, I have a lot of, uh, a lot of male friends too. I just, um, even growing up, my three best friends were men or well guys, you know, I just, I've always, I've always had a good, healthy combination, you know? Yeah. 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 It's, it's important to have that mix and to not assume just because the opposite sex, that there's anything physical or romantic going on. Right. I'm going to ask your opinion right. on something um, while we're talking about that. So for me personally, if I'm, if I'm in a committed relationship, married, whatever it is, if it's committed, I feel, and this is what I teach my clients as well. I don't feel it's appropriate to be out alone with the opposite sex, no matter what, because even if it's completely innocent, you are putting yourself in a situation and making your person potentially feel uncomfortable, no matter how much trust there is, you don't know what that other person is capable of. How do you, how do you feel about that? What is your opinion? I guess my opinion wavers. I think it, for me, it would be uh, like situationally dependent. Um, I, you know, if I were dating somebody and he had a female friend that asked him to go out to the bar that night, uh, I, I guess I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It would, it would depend on if I knew the girl and it, you know, if there's so many factors involved for me. There's so many factors involved. Initially, my initial responses, I wouldn't be comfortable with it. I would not, I, would, I don't think that I would be fully comfortable with it. No, yep. Um, yep. Just, just because of what you said, like it's, it's human nature. It's, it's, a, it's a protective thing. Like it's, you know, it's, it's not necessarily jealousy for me. It's more of like a territorial thing. Totally, totally. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean into that because I have, I have a, a handful of dating questions I wanna roll over with you because at the end of the day, that's how I found your profile was you doing those Tinder parodies that I absolutely love. <laughs> and so I always love getting that outside perspective because this is something I deal with day in and day out. And for somebody coming in from the, it's like, how, ah, okay, I either agree with you or wow, I never thought of it that way. There's a viral, there's a viral, blah, 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 viral trend that's been going on around TikTok, and it's this. It's where somebody will go and they'll they'll grab their person's phone and they'll go, "Oh, I have such a good man. I can grab his phone, and I'm not worth." To me, to me, that's a boundary because the moment that I have to go to somebody's phone or they feel they have the need to look in my phone. I don't know if I want to be in that relationship, especially if I'm not giving somebody a reason to not trust me. I don't think it's ever warranted to go into somebody's phone. Now, some will disagree, but if when you're married, no, 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 no. When you're married, that doesn't mean that you give up every privacy in your life. What do you, what do you think about that one too, Leah? I, I personally, I think if they don't give you a reason, then you're absolutely right. They're about like, for example, I actually just posted a video the other day where someone, uh, it was also a trend where it was like, Hey, can I look at your Facebook messages? And I was like, yeah, sure. Can I look at your text thread with your best friend? And I was like, ain't no fucking way. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely not. There are, there are things that need to stay sacred to me. And that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm hiding doing it from anything you wrong, per no. se. Right. I'm not right. doing anything wrong, but you don't need to hear when I'm mad at you and I go rant to my best friend or, you know what I mean? But yep. uh, I also think that a lot of people are so damaged from past relationships you know, i.e. me, right. uh, that it, it is hard to trust. And, and, 
yeah, I've, I've get, I've gotten those urges before. There are times when I'm like, mm, I feel the need, you know what I mean? But it, that's not fair to the other person. So right. it's like, it all depends on your past and, and what you've been through too. You know, it's hard to just go in and be fully trusting if you've been hurt so many times and, and lied to and cheated on like my, my last boyfriend. So, yeah. Yeah. I know yeah. a little bit about, about that story too. My, um, my only, I guess, objection to that would be this. And again, I've talked about this a lot is then are you actually, and I'm not saying you, I'm saying as a general question, but then somebody has to ask themselves, am I really ready to date? Am I 200% emotionally available if I can't trust right now? Because your gut, you know, your gut is never, ever wrong. Now, if you're in that relationship and you've been tattered before, there's a huge difference between your mind messing with you and your actual gut. You know, your, your gut is that one thing that will haunt your body and never go away as where your mind is a clusterfuck of things that is just this roller coaster of emotion. What do you think about that? I, I think you nailed it <laughs> with the clusterfuck. Um, yeah. I just, I, you know, I, I've actually, my gut instinct has always, has always been correct. It seems like it's never it has never failed me, not once. And you know, the funny story, there's an older gentleman that I work with. He's probably, guys, probably 59 years old now, and he's been single forever. So when he found out Leah was single, we would share dating stories and stuff like that. And one thing that he told me throughout the years of all the guys that I would meet or date or whatever, I would always come to him and say, I feel like this is happening. And he would be like, oh, you know, maybe it's this. And every time I was correct. And he has straight up said, Leah, I gotta say, your gut is on, but like you have literally never been wrong. And I'm like, <laughs> I know. So now I've learned more to trust my gut because yeah. it, it has never, not once in how long have I been divorced? Six years now? Yeah. Not once has it, has it been incorrect? Not once. Hold on so to that. I, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's an acquired skill, unfortunately, but it's useful. A hundred percent. And I, I teach on that. I preach on that all day long is not once in my life has my gut ever been wrong? And if you go against it every time, it's regret every time. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So I hope absolutely. everybody, uh, I hope everybody heard that both, my, you know, my dudes, my Kings, my Queens, it's important. It's important to listen to that. Uh, and in relationships as well, you know, going back to what everybody wants. And I, I always teach healthy boundaries, right. In a relationship. And I think a lot of times people get that confused with either codependency and attachment. And you might not even know this one. I might blow your mind here, but there's a, there's a huge difference between codependency and attachment. And a lot of people don't know that they either think that they're one and the same, or they don't know how to separate the two. Now, codependency is where you just can't live without that person. Your, your life's going to be over. You depend on them for everything in your life, right? attachment is a good thing. That's a healthy thing. We all have an attachment style and it's safe and healthy to attach yourself to somebody and love them and cherish them and serve them. Did you know like the, the difference between the two or did you actually think they were the same as well? I did not know the difference between the two. Um, I've heard the term codependency before, but I didn't know much about it. Um, yeah. I would definitely say that I have got extreme attachment issues though. And I think it's because I also have abandonment issues right? because I've been, I've just been tossed aside so many times. Like I was right. just, you know, disposable. So that's, you know, therein lies my attachment issues. 
You know, and I, I think a lot of times, unfortunately, that there's judgment that comes along with that, which is not valid, by the way, because I have found the most judgmental people are the ones with the biggest skeletons in their closet and the ones that are hiding behind a veil. So I want everybody to remember that too. Your life is your life. If you're happy, you're not hurting another human being, you don't need validation from your friends, your family. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter, right? I mean, do you feel me on that? No, I completely agree. Completely agree. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate that, you know, when somebody again, generalize somebody that might've been in your shoes before that has those abandonment issues. You know, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be loved. It's like, gosh, dang it. I've had my heart broke so many times. Here comes this awesome dude. You know what? If they're going to give me what I need right now, I'm going to go for it. It doesn't mean I'm going to be reckless. It doesn't mean that I'm going to do things that I've never done before. It just means, damn, I just want to be loved. And if this guy or this girl is going to love me right now, my life is my life and I'm going to live. I'm going to live. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people after being hurt so many times will put up a wall yeah. and uh, uh, I have never, but I have tried to do that. I was like, you know what? I'm going to make them work. Nope. Doesn't work. I try every time. I was like, I'm going to put this wall up and make them, you know, climb over it. Nope. Every single time I'm just completely 100% out there. I'm open heart on my sleeve. Let's do this. And, you know, so far it hasn't worked out for me, but yeah. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I, at least I could, at least I keep going and I keep trying and I have not given up as many times as yeah. I've said, I'm done, I'm, I'm done for two days. And then here we are, we're back at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. And, and you're not alone. You're honestly not alone. So many people that I consult, friends of mine that are on TikTok, social media, you're definitely not alone. There's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love, I would love very much to be able to be one of those guarded people, but I just, I tried and I failed. So here well, I am. This is me. Yeah. Well, I think, I think one of the problems is society. You know, we, most of us grow up and we think, you know, fall in love, get married, do this and this. And we're, we're pre-programmed, we're preconditioned as children because from the time, you know, you're seven to 10 years old, that's when your mind is really absorbing everything subconsciously. So if you're growing up in a household or a single home, a broken home, whatever it is, and you're getting taught about money that, oh, we're going to be broke. You don't have enough money. We don't have this. Well, now your subconscious mind's getting pre-programmed that like, okay, I'm going to be broke my whole life. It's the same thing with relationships. And we got to change that. And I don't think it ever will because people are people, but as we grow up and as we you know, turn into adults, we have to realize that our hearts are our hearts and we have to a guard them. We have to use discernment and gosh, dang it. If somebody's going to love us in the moment and they're not abusing me and they're not narcissistic and they're toxic, I say, why not? Why not? Right. Right. It's definitely hard to, to change your ways, even, you know, and that's where like therapy and stuff will help you to learn different mechanisms and stuff like that. And of course I've, I've looked into a couple of different therapists, but I was very disappointed in them. So I haven't actually approached the whole therapy Avenue, but, um, you know, and that's, that's another TikTok that I, I made before, uh, a few weeks back was like, your heart is just that it's yours. Like, don't ever be ashamed of how hard you, how hard you fall or how fast you fall for somebody. That's who you are. That's who you are. And don't 100%. be ashamed of it. hundred yeah. percent. Ladies, if you're listening, listen to Leah, she's telling you just roll <laughs> with it you know, and she's confident she's on, on the, the world stage doing her thing. And she's, she's, she's speaking the truth. She's speaking the truth. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's important to, to live your truth. And a lot of people don't do that. 
You know, you mentioned a second ago about, you know, therapy, and I'm going to disclaimer this and say, no, this isn't me pitching my consulting services. But I will say, because a lot of my clients do listen to the show. I have had a lot of mental health professionals come to me and be on the show, some of the top psychologists and psychiatrists, which if you've listened to those episodes, and that's how I get into the psychology of relationships. And when I consult somebody, it's a completely different scenario than if you're sitting in an office with a therapist because, and, and no offense to none of my therapist friends, I love you, please don't punch me. But typically, if you are sitting in a therapist office, they will listen for two, three, five sessions, just listen, and you're not going to get a lot of feedback. You have to really continue to stay dedicated to that. And it's just how they're trained. It's all that they know, right? As where for me, I can't legally say I'm a therapist, but when I consult somebody, just like you and I talking right now, this is almost like a consulting session for me. I, I get into the heart of the problem. We banter back and forth. They, they sign you know, a confidentiality and legal agreement. So I do things on a legal standpoint. I'm not saying me. I'm not saying me because I think that would be kind of awkward for you, but maybe look into <laughs> maybe, maybe look into a relationship consultant, somebody that can can help coach you on a relationship standpoint that's not going to be like your therapist or make you feel awkward. We're we're awesome. There's a lot of us out there that are solid. There's a lot that are armchair quarterbacks that have no freaking clue what they're talking about, but I, I I'm pretty confident in what I do. So anyway. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I've considered that as well. I've got a few friends that do it. You're one of them. Um, I have another one that does it. It's, it's something I've thought about, but I'm also not like right now it's not, I'm not like, I don't have this. Yeah. It's really not, which is nice for the first time. I'm not like, I used to be so dedicated. Like I need to find somebody. And I I tell you what, I open my dating app and I shut it. I shut it down within five minutes. I'm like, Nope. Nope. The only thing I use, only thing I use it for is content at this point. Yep. So like my Tinder reviews, which I need to do another one. I'll do another one soon for just for you. Yeah, please, please. And I tell you, <laughs> the, the dating world is just so disheartening. It is, oh gosh. I mean, we could, this episode isn't long enough, but we've, we've kind of hinted about, uh, about it before is I don't know what's wrong with people. I really don't like the outlook on relationships is completely different now. And the ghosting term is just bonkers to me. It's like, and, and I get it, but here's, here's how I look at it. And here's what I try and, you know, talk about as well is nobody owes you anything. Like they really don't, if they want to bounce, like, why would you do that to yourself? Why would you try to manipulate somebody to be like, but we had this great connection. Why, why for me? I mean, I've had it happen to me before. It's like, if they don't talk to me the next day, I'm like, cool. It was cool. Hanging out with you had a date or two, but I'm sorry. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. Right. Right. You should never have to convince someone to want to be in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. But it, it it's came to that a lot, a lot more yes. than it should. And yes. it's super, super disheartening. So, well, yeah. as we, as we wrap this up, it's been an absolute pleasure. I always enjoy get to getting to chat with you. I'm going to let you have the floor for a couple minutes. Uh, I know you've got a lot of stuff going on now. I want you to, if you could please for everybody that doesn't know you, Please let everybody know who you are, essentially, how they can connect with you. If you have any charities that you're working on and go from there, my friend, the floor is yours. <laughs> well, uh, my name is Leah. As y'all know, I am a 36-year-old single mother. I live in uh, rural northern Michigan. I don't say exactly where first neighbor. Oh, no. I've had some stalkers in the past, so we just don't go there. Um, 
currently I'm not involved in any charities, but I have been involved in several in the last, uh, gosh, you know, since last time we spoke, I've, I've been to three different charity, charity events. So one of them was Spread the Cheer USA. That's the one that we just dealt with back in Denver. Mm -hmm. um, they basically help families in need. So if you guys check out spreadthecheerusa.org, it's an amazing organization. Uh, that was that was such a great gala, great fundraiser. I've I've seen them. They brought you know you know they bring Christmas presents to families in need around around the holidays, and they did the same thing around Easter. And it's just that's a great organization that I've I've dealt with. Um, but as of right now, there's nothing. Uh, but I'm sure something will come up. I've I've constantly got people reaching out to me saying, "Hey, come do this. Hey, come do this." And it's usually for some type of some type of fundraising event. Um, my my TikTok name is Leah for Real Six. Um, Instagram is the same username. I've got about 8,600 followers over there on Instagram. So I'm still kind of building that platform up. I don't post and I'm not quite as active over there. I don't either. Um, yeah, I'm trying though. I'm trying. I, uh, I just, I, I get sucked into TikTok and I can't get off of it, you know, and, <laughs> and I usually go live in the evenings, um, pretty much every evening, uh, seven 30 ish or so, depending on if I have my daughter, uh, I have to wait for her to go to bed. And then usually it's at eight o'clock ish. Eastern yeah. time. Um, and then weekends is hit or miss. So, um, yeah. And like I said, I just, I, a lot of my content is positive unless I'm clapping back at a troll. So if that's, if that's not for you, then maybe don't follow me, but <laughs> it's mostly the, the positive, funny stuff, um, and relatable. And, you know, 75% of my following is female, which I am 100% fine with. I'm 100% fine with because I don't need to deal with all the thirsty men. You know what I mean? That's so, right. So, um, yeah, it's 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 mostly positive, uplifting, relatable, funny content. So, awesome. You can find me. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for that. I'm glad you came back on the show. And yeah, if any of you are on TikTok, please make sure if you see Leah live, go in there, shine some love on her, or just say, "Hey, I heard you on the podcast," and just. Uh, <laughs> Just make her smile. She's very interactive. I don't think I've ever seen Leah ignore anybody unless they're negative or a troll, but she's very responsive. She'll, she'll interact with you and she's a lot of fun. So I appreciate each and every one of you beautiful souls that are listening. I have changed it up just a little bit. I'm still going to stick to the Tuesday recordings unless something else happens, but I'm so grateful that you found me. I'm grateful for each and every one of you that listen. Hey, I don't ask you for much, but if you can, please, if you can take 2.7 seconds out of your day, make sure that you are giving me five stars on iTunes, five stars on Spotify. I have just for each and every one of you temporarily pulled my subscriptions from Spotify and iTunes. So right now you will still get the podcast for free. I did test the waters. I put it out there for a $1.99 a month subscription. I got a few of you biters. I think you got some shock because you're used to getting the show for free. So I pulled that for you. You're welcome. And I love you. Please leave me a review. We will see you next week right here. And thank you for listening to Living With Gratitude.